Hello everyone and welcome to this last live episode for this year by Sleep Like a Boss and I'm here with a wonderful hello from the Manoir Lily Biol, which is a beautiful manoir at Spa in Belgium, so Spa the city and I'm just here for two days to take a last break you know to get ready for 2019 and today's topic is about should you make getting up early a priority for 2019? And so let me tell you a little bit what inspired me to even talk about this, right? So I've recently seen a couple of people doing a challenge to be early risers. So they got up at 4.30, whether they had enough sleep or not. And I just want to talk a little bit about that because there's been a lot of articles recently about successful people getting up at 4.30, also articles though talking about how that is not necessarily productive and if you follow me on LinkedIn um, I retweeted or I posted a tweet by JK Rowling who was like targeting that article about successful people getting up at 4.30 and her comment was just like piss off. <laughs> I absolutely love that because if you wake me up at 4.30 um, I will probably most likely have exactly the same reaction. So Here's the thing though, whenever I talk about something, I want to back it up scientifically. So I'm going to talk about why getting up early might not be your ideal solution. And the reason why is that every being on the planet has a circadian rhythm. So every animal has a circadian rhythm or a biological clock and everything, humans and animals alike, we are mainly dominated by light and day and by sleep pressure. That's what makes our biological clock. And that's what makes us wake up and go as fall asleep. And all of us, we have very individual rhythms. Some of us, we're naturally early risers. Some of us, we are night owls. So here's the thing. The human, human beings are the only ones that are sleep depriving themselves on purpose. That have the capacity, might not be the right word, but are choosing to override their natural way of sleeping by either sleep depriving themselves or by living a rhythm that is not actually our natural ones. All the other species don't, don't do that unless you know there's an emergency, which I, which just alone that I find already quite, you know, what does that say about us? Are we super, super smart or are we just thinking that we are and are actually incredibly stupid by not listening to what nature is telling us? Well, let me talk a little bit more about that. So here's the thing. When you are in sync with your natural rhythm, you will also have the main benefits cognitively, which means that all of us, we have a couple of hours of flow during the day. What that means is that we have a few hours where our brain's capacity is just at maximum speed, where we are better at memorizing information, we are better at being creative, we're more productive, we're more focused, we're sharper, we're quicker, we're more focused, we, everything is just on steroids. And if you manage to catch those few hours, you will be more productive during those hours than during the complete rest of the day. And what I want to say with that is that if you decide to even become an early riser, yes, you can train your body to some extent by sticking to very, very strict bedtime and getting up time, but your natural rhythm means that your brain is not going to be 
in that state of flow whenever you are getting up. So it means that it's like a cold engine that's not warming up enough. It doesn't matter when you are getting up. If your natural getting up time is around 7.30 or 8 and you're getting up at 4.30, your brain's cognitive potential is most likely not going to be there. If you are getting up at 7 or 8.30, your brain's cognitive potential is usually around an hour, an hour and a half or so later, around 10-ish, 9.30-ish. So that is also why recently Seattle, for example, has changed their school times because teenagers have a delayed circadian rhythm. So they are naturally going to bed later and getting up later. It doesn't have anything to do with laziness. So when they are sitting there in the morning at 8 a.m., they might be there physically, they might also be there consciously, but their brain is literally not as efficient as it could be later during the day and believe me i was a teacher for 10 years and 8 a.m was my favorite lesson because i would just have a, a room of zombies there and there would be you know nice and quiet i could just teach my lessons but it would also mean that they would not be able to perform at their potential if we had to write a test for example right so what I want to say is that you cannot trick nature completely. So you might be getting up earlier, but the real flow of your brain is still not going to change. So if you are unfortunately living or working in a working environment that has the old fashioned belief that presence equals productivity, which is bullshit in my opinion, because you can be present for eight hours, doesn't mean that you're very productive. You're probably still only productive two to three hours. There's not always that much that you can do. Obviously you can try to change your work schedule and adapt it a little bit more to your natural rhythm. But if you are an entrepreneur, independent, or if you can design your own workday, try to stick as much as possible to your natural rhythm. The way that you can figure it out is by taking one to two weeks and just letting your body do what it does best. Go to sleep when you feel tired and start waking up naturally. It will take you two to three days to catch up on sleep debt, especially if you're someone who's constantly a little bit sleep deprived. If you get up every day because you have to, because the alarm clock is waking you up, then it will take a couple of days for you to catch up on sleep. But once you've done that, you will realize that your body is actually having a very, very timed going to sleep and waking up rhythm. And once you have that and you design your day around that, that's when the magic happens. That's when you can only work like two to three hours, maybe four and get tons done. And then the rest of the day, you do things that will still, you know, our work, but might not need that complete cognitive focus, right? So that's what I usually do. I do client prep work, for example, during those hours because that requires sort of focus, but working with my clients, seeing them, listening to them, being there for them and actually teaching them what I've prepared for them, that doesn't necessarily need my flow hours, so to say. So the same is true for you. If you design, if you know when you are in the perfect state, then try to stick to that. Also, some of you might have a slight delayed circadian rhythm, which means that your optimal hours will probably be around 2, 3 a.m. going to sleep and waking up around 10-ish and working around lunchtime. So again, it's not very social. It is a little bit of a sleep disorder where we say it's a delayed circadian rhythm. If you can go with it, go with it. If you don't, then you know you can work with melatonin and caffeine and light and a little bit like that. Um, it's not going to be optimal though. So that's my two cents on 
why or why not you should getting up earlier make a priority on your list if it is because you think you're going to be more productive because you're going to be more creative then here's the news it's probably not going to help right also there's lots and lots of people who didn't get up early i mean we see those lists of early rises but you also have people who were wildly successful who got up a lot later during the day right it's just something that i think society is still judging a little bit and it's just not as known but do your research and just google it and you will find some people one person that i can totally refer to or relate to is winston churchill who got up around 7 30 woke up but he wouldn't leave bed until 11 so he would read the newspapers he would write some letters he would you know have breakfast everything in bed and then he would get up to take his bath I'm not exactly the same, especially now that I have to go and, and bring my little one to school. But if I'm left to it, I will do pretty much the same. I will snooze for half an hour, which means I'm not setting an alarm clock, but just take my time to wake up and then I do my email. I will really, it takes me a long time to get up in the morning, but I love it. And then my peak hours are between 10 till one. That's where I get all my work done. And in the afternoon, I do little bits and bobs or things around the house. So that's everything for me. I cannot wait to have my appointment at the spa in a, in a minute. So I really want to wish you a happy new year already. This is the end of December as I'm recording this. So I hope that you will have a wonderful New Year's Eve and a beautiful 2019. If your sleep was crap during 2018, then get in touch so 2019 can be amazing. And let me know if you have any topics for next year. I cannot believe that it's been a year already. Um, 2018 has been an, a roller coaster, but 2019 is, I'm so excited already. So, greetings from Le Manoir des Libioles here in Spa, Belgium. And have a wonderful rest of the day. Have a wonderful 2019. And I'll be getting back to you very, very soon.